With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Alongside Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb, and uh, got a heck of a show for you as we continue to kind of march on through the early stages of the NBA playoffs. Still a, another day away from hopefully another epic Nets Celtics game. I know you want to you're chomping at the bit to get to all the Kyrie stuff, Jason. Uh, we had the resurgence and the reemergence of the Golden State Warriors. Plus, of course, we have Major League Baseball. Uh, we have we have the USFL. I mean, listen, if you can find it to bet on it, we're going to talk about it. And, of course, you have the NFL draft upcoming, which is only it's seemingly kind of a, a quiet, quiet storm on the horizon, kind of a weird year. We'll get to all that. But, Jason, I, I, I ask you, like, I'm watching yesterday, and it's interesting. I feel like before the playoffs, I thought the Warriors would come out of the West. I saw this resurgence coming. It's only you know, two games in, and I know there's a bunch of other stuff going on, but I don't know, to me, are we missing the fact that the Warriors are back and they look, it's not just that they're back, they kind of look like the Warriors of old in that you got a bunch of guys out there flying around, Steph Curry coming off the bench and putting up crazy numbers, but that kind of fun freelancing basketball seems to have arrived back in San Francisco. Back and better than ever. How about that, Doug? Ooh. I mean, when you got well, Clay, seven three games. <laughs> well, okay, best since Kevin Durant left. How's that? They got Clay, Jordan, Poole, and Curry combined to hit thirteen threes. I don't really know how you defend that. Now, obviously, Denver is a very favorable matchup, Doug, uh, for the Warriors. This Denver team is criminally overrated. Missing Murray, missing Michael Porter Jr. I'm not going to take a shot at the MVP Jokic in the first, you know, six minutes of the show. But let's be realistic. This team is built for the regular season, not the playoffs. And Golden State's going to just dump truck these guys. I am curious how they match up with Memphis or or Minnesota 
in the next round. But those two teams could beat each other up for six or seven games. And that gives time for Draymond Green to get fully healthy, Steph Curry to get fully healthy. You're right. It's a scary Warriors team. I I didn't think they would be able to take down the Suns without Curry healthy. But Doug, 34 points in 23 minutes. He was a plus 32. That's just staggering for the second greatest point guard in the history of basketball. Why, why do you Why do you do that? I, I just because I love and, Steph Curry. And maybe maybe hold on. Maybe this is a um old man get off my lawn sort of thing. But one, we can get into the it's not a point guard, but whatever uh, sort of deal. Uh, but two, the and the need to like throw out. Rating, rankings and ratings that you know like I, well, I is that I guess is that that's like a time tested thing from when you had an award winning and very very profitable to you website like is that it like you no know, the, not at all I don't know that the website actually won awards, but thank you for that. That was awesome. Uh, I mean, everybody it, it, in sports was, used to go to the big league. I'm it ended just, up getting I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yes, like, up, used to, that used to be a staple. You get up in the morning, right? Of the of the three you'd hit. You know, in the bookmarks, that would be one of them, and you'd and you'd go check out the story. So it was, I don't know, to me, it wasn't my awards. What a nice, Jason what a McIntyre, nice comment. Doug Gottlieb yeah. for Dan and the Danettes. Thank you. Um, but but the like, he's uh, number two all time. Like, uh, well, I mean, listen, like, we sometimes forget. It's guard. easy to get excited in this modern era about anybody who has a great game or series or quarter. Oh, I'm, listen, I'm like, not. It, people I'm go not, crazy. I'm not. And I'm not trying to diminish. Mm-hmm. Okay, the greatness of Steph Curry, not not in any That's way. Impossible. I mean, the, maybe the, the the better question is because what what separates Steph is he's he's arguably or maybe inarguably to some people the greatest shooter of all time. Right? Actually, this is an interesting conversation. I have. I don't know that that is. I mean, who who could possibly be a better shooter than Steph Curry? I mean, well, obviously Clay. I I can't I can't think of anybody in terms of the volume of threes. That just it doesn't. I mean, like, look, we'll never know. Well, that that was the thing. Oh, I had this discussion once with Chris Mullen, and he was like, well, "Look, we were we were told they're bad shots. We just didn't take unless you're wide open and you had hit a bunch, then you step out. So it's very different." And Steph actually, he I said this to me a long, long time ago, and he was talking even about his dad and guys shooting. He's like, "Look, I've never been on a basketball floor that didn't have a three point line, right? Whereas if you if you're old enough like me to remember when we were kids." It wasn't a three-point line. It was, it was right about when I was eight, nine years old was was when the three-point line came into effect in, in college basketball. Uh, but it didn't. It wasn't high school basketball. It wasn't right away. It wasn't until the, till the 90s, I think, mo- most places, right? So, um, no, I mean, he's an unbelievable shooter. Uh, calling him a point guard is a massive stretch. That's anybody who brings the ball up the court. I mean, then you would say, if we're doing – point guard well LeBron James is as much or more of a point guard won an NBA championship as a point guard LeBron James had a better career if we want to play that game my thing is I actually had (laughs) my son asked a question on Instagram I don't know if you saw this like uh was a week ago Friday yeah a week ago Friday and uh we're out in front of us he's having subway and he wanted to put it out there to he said you know if Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time he's got to be a top 10 player of all time and mm. I would disagree with mm. that. I think he's close. He's in that uh, top, you know, fifteen. I don't think it's uh, an issue, Doug, giving some context to Steph Curry when I just toss out second best point guard in NBA history. 
uh, greatest shooter ever. I, I think he's in the top 15 discussion. I think Kevin Durant is there. We're going to have some other guys probably get there. I think Anthony Edwards is closing in on the top 100. Um, <laughs> okay, that was a joke. You did yeah, not I laugh. Guess. Anthony Edwards is out of his mind right now. I do enjoy greatly watching the maturation of this kid. Remember, there was a big talk about him coming out of the draft. Is it him or LaMelo Ball? You, you can't take Anthony Edwards first. Minnesota chose right. And I, I really think it comes down to shooting now in the modern era. And I think that's why I'm so high on Curry and I'm bullish on him. He's a great ambassador for the game, face of the league, jersey sales, blah, blah, blah. It's, have, you, have, you not, have you noticed that, that – and now look, LeBron's on some. There's some other guys on some. But, but Steph is like the Peyton Manning – of of NBA commercials. I mean, it's really mm. and 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 I've I've told people this story. Uh, I have a friend at USA Basketball, and he told me that they've you know if all these guys they've had on all these dream teams, whatever, without any question, the guy that people liked the most in terms of dealing with it, it was Steph. So he has this incredible real likability factor. He now has a bit of a comeback story. The team has a bit of a comeback story. Um, it is really, it's fascinating because I do think that there were, if, if you would, I don't necessarily think it was haters. I think people assumed, and I would say I would be wondering if I wasn't in this camp yet, but had the league caught up to them style wise, had Draymond Green aged, would Steph ever be the same? Heck, they're not even, they're still not there yet with Clay being fully back. Um, but they've made some, I mean, they made some smart picks and then I think they, they greatly benefited in many ways, in Steph missing some time and even Clay coming along slowly because it turbocharged the the uh, the confidence of a Jordan Poole. Like, mm. Jordan Poole plays with the confidence. And and then, you know, you you have Andrew Wiggins who, I mean, the truth is he shouldn't be an all-star, but the the he had all-star type numbers, but the reason he's able to put up those numbers is he's like the second or third or fourth option. Yeah. And he's a great second or third. When that's his role, third third best player on the court, he's awesome. Right, yeah. Well, remember, Doug, not- they, they tried to reboot with D'Angelo Russell in that one trade, and that you know kind of didn't go anywhere. I know there were the injuries, but it is impressive. You're, you're right. They they lose Kevin Durant at one of the mysterious moves that I I can remember as an NBA fan. Kevin Durant leaving Steph Curry to play with that whack job. Kyrie Irving, who is immensely talented, no doubt about that. He is also crazy. I think certifiably we can agree. And we're going to talk a lot about Kyrie Irving he's today. He's not certified. Oh, he is certifiably bat. No, you know what? On. Insane. He is. That wait, being wait, said, why would you like like? Okay, give me give me some sub, give me some substance here. Oh my god, say, we, we, I don't think we have time who's... to just dive into Kyrie Irving off the bat like that. I should not have brought him up. I'll save it for the the hour we're going to talk about Kyrie Irving, but. Uh, you know, a history of, I don't know, he tried to scuttle the entire bubble when he jumped on the conference call and was like, why are we doing this? We shouldn't play. Uh, Kyrie Irving, I don't want to play with LeBron James. I don't want to be coached by Brad Stevens. I want to go to Brooklyn. Let's fire Kenny Atkinson. I want to bring in my guy DeAndre Ayton. Being being openly, he's really kind of a snapshot of... Of of a generation of people, I would. I'm going to tell a you. Right generation now, of people. Do you know a generation of NBA players who burn sage in the locker room? I mean, some no, of these stories I, I'm hearing no, no, about no, no, him listen, in listen. Brooklyn. I I can't tell them all right now. I got to wait for a certain person uh, to get fired uh, when when he does, and I'll unload. But like, there's a lot of stuff beneath the surface with Kyrie Irving, Doug. There's no no question. He's not certifiably insane. What do you like? Look, when I say generation people, I'm not talking about generation of NBA people. He's that he's that generation of twenty somethings, okay, twenty somethings that they're a little bit enlightened, 
a little bit earthy, and very, very defiant. Very, very defiant. They are, he, what he is, is he is years and years of, of, uh, focused negativity on conventional wisdom. That, that's, that's really, that's really, I would say you, you know, this just hit me hearing, hearing you break down the great Kyrie Irving. He is a great basketball player. Talented. No, he's amazing. He's not. He's, I don't know that he's, he's necessarily now, a should winning be player. Out that the last... I don't know that he's a winning player, Doug. But he's a talented player, ridiculously talented. I, I, he almost the way you just built him up sounds like the antithesis of Steph Curry. He is the opposite of Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a family man. He's got his wife a cooking show. His kids are at the podium with him. Kyrie Irving is flicking off fans in Boston because it's all about Kyrie Irving all the time. It always is about Kyrie Irving. It wasn't enough to beat Boston in the series last year. He had to go stomp on that, uh, What Lucky is the name of it. He had to go stomp on it at midcourt. Like, that's just so childish. But also, Doug, it's all about Kyrie Irving. It always is all about Kyrie Irving. That's why he can go stomp and then say, oh, well, if the fans are going to MF me, I can do this to them. And uh, just being so mouthy about everything. I I love a little of the antics because he's embracing that villain role like we haven't seen before in sports in a while. It totally embracing it. And I think you and I might have done the show a couple months back where I said, you know, Aaron Rodgers can really leave Green Bay. He's already embracing some of the villain role. But if he were to straight up leave them and say, you know what, I spent my time here. Screw it. I'm out. I'm moving on. And everybody would hate Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. The town loves him. He could have, but he didn't have it in him, Doug, to actually leave. You know, Russell Wilson of the Seahawks. dollars a year, Jason. It ain't always about the money. Sometimes it's really about it's the principle. It's always about the money. It's not always about? about the money. I think it was clearly about the money with Green Bay. He wasn't ready to be the villain. Some of these guys are built. I'll tell you right now. LeBron hosting a TV show that I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Bring on the villain smoke. Kevin Durant and Oklahoma yeah, but, City. But wait, but wait, he wait, was wait, wait, willing wait, wait, to be the villain. But, Give, give me one second. Neither of them succeeded when they played the villain role. They they did not like it. Right? They, uh, wait a minute. Just, they they didn't you, hold on. They didn't like it. What do you mean didn't succeed? LeBron won hold, two titles hold, in LeBron, Miami. LeBron, you're you're forgetting now, or you're you're either you're forgetting, or you're misremembering, or you're just not being. Well, he lost the first year. I think it's the Dallas. first two. Hold on. The first year, the first year, it was not a great experience for LeBron. Of course, he not. did not. See, remember, he had the. He had the he bumped shoulders with Spolstra. Spolstra. Yes. There was the now the reports he went in and kind of challenged Spolstra to Pat Riley yes. and back down. They fell apart in the playoffs. The second and then they did they they mocked Dirk Nowitzki being sick after game one. Yes, and right. So he was embracing the villain role. Then the next year he he did the heel turn and he went to back to being kind of happy LeBron. And of course it helped that they added Ray Allen. And then they. And you know, then they win two back-to-back championships. So, oh. and Kevin and Kevin Durant, I would tell you that Kevin Durant playing the villain, he never, he ne- he just wasn't a he was he was like LeBron with the Lakers. He would he was on the Warriors, but he wasn't a warrior. He didn't embrace their culture. He didn't embrace. He didn't understand how they could you know move that ball and, and freelance as much as as they did. He just it it worked because he was so immensely talented and he did buy in defensively eventually and he played great in the biggest of games but it wasn't like a fun nightly experience like it is now or like it was before and so i i think yes Kyrie Irving he's embraced this villain role 
uh, for a while. It has yet to work for him. And I'm fascinated to see what exactly happens, right? Yeah, like it, this is now now part of it part of it I do wonder, because the Kevin Durant likes it when it's it's nasty. He likes it when people talk. And Kyrie, I think, the same. So some guys are that way. And the and I love the energy in that series. I um I just do. It's fantastic. There's there's a ton there. But I don't know if anybody's really been successful ultimately in that ultimate villain yeah. role. As he's I, I, I would disagree. Kevin Durant was the villain, went toe-to-toe with LeBron in the finals in year one in Golden State, and just destroyed, eviscerated yes. LeBron in the fourth quarter of every game. Yes. Now he had the better team. LeBron did kind of melt in those finals. This was going to be his first championship. It was a tough one. But I still, I, I don't think you could say I'm going to be the villain just because you lose and then the next year you're not the villain. I think the ultimate um, player in sports, now Tiger Woods was everybody's favorite athlete. He was a married man. He had kids. He had the, you know, Tiger Woods was the consummate athlete on top of his golf. And then, of course, his life crumbles, the prostitutes, the Vegas, everything. Okay. He had a chance, Doug to be the ultimate villain in sports. And you mentioned money earlier with Aaron Rodgers. I do think a certain swoosh combined with, hey, man, there's a lot of money on the table, Tiger, if you just clean it up and apologize and go to sex rehab and go to all, you know, clean it up and we can repackage you as a a second chance, Tiger. Tiger could have embraced the villain and it would have been pretty awesome. I don't think we would have ever had a villain in sports of that level. I I wish we had seen it from Tiger. He opted not to do that. That's fine. But I think what we're getting from Kyrie now is awesome villain stuff. I just don't think it's going to result in a championship. As a matter of fact, (laughs) it may result in a first-round ouster, Doug. I actually picked the Celtics to win this series. The Celtics are underdogs in Vegas right now. I'm sorry, the Nets are underdogs in Vegas. And if Kyrie is the villain and they lose in the first round, I don't know that he has any leverage at all in that locker room. None. Like, he built this team. This was him. Putting it together. I do not believe he's certifiably insane, and I think we, we can we can revisit that at some point in the very near future. Coming up next, there's three young wide receivers, three young wide receivers that all want to get paid. How good an argument do they have? We'll discuss next with Jason McIntyre. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show. But first, the Tunnel of Towers Foundation broke ground on its Do Good Village in Land Lakes, Florida, and uh, it's the first of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. A special place for families know that neighbors understand and care. A community where children of our nation's fallen and catastrophically injured heroes can grow and experience life together. The foundation's Do Good Village is going to help these families beyond measure. And that's all thanks to the extraordinary donation of many acres of land and your generosity. Help America's greatest heroes okay, and their families heal together. Make the Do Good Village the first of many communities like it. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifice our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month to the tow- Tunnel of Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and Holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well. 
If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. So, um, Jason, as um, as we pay attention to everything NFL, getting ready for the NFL draft, there are three young wide receivers who have essentially locked arm in arm and said, hey, I want a new deal. I'm not going to be participating in any drill work okay, during, uh, during team activities. Okay? Those three... Young wide receivers, Terry McLaurin of the uh, Washington Commanders. Still doesn't flow off the team yet. But <laughs> Commanders. Washington Commanders. Um, uh, Debo Samuel, obviously, of the San Francisco 49ers. And, uh, and the other one is A.J. Brown of the Tennessee Titans. Now, all of them, here's, this, here's the interesting similarities. None of them were first-round picks. All of them are coming into years in which there's a kind of a lump payment. So even though, you know, based upon their statistics in comparison to what they make, they're wildly underpaid. That is, in fact, their rookie contract. And the way those deals work is this year is uh, for, for two of them. Terry McLaurin, not as much. He, I think he's only making $4 million this year. The other two are making, excuse me, only making uh, 4 or $5 million total in his contract. The other two, it's more lump, lump payments of making 4 or 5 this year. Um, what do you think of, of, of the validity of them withholding their services to get a new deal? Doug, I'm going to quote one of my favorite gambling movies. You guys know a lot. I do a lot of gambling for FS1, Fox Sports. Rounders is the movie. Okay. Pay that man his money. A.J. Brown, the Tennessee Titans are nothing offensively without him. I know Derrick Henry's a great story, and he's led the league in rushing. A.J. Brown is the engine behind that offense. When he does nothing, they have no options on the outside. Pay that man his money. Devontae Adams, I cannot believe that the Packers would not pay him and instead let him go. I can't wait to see how angry your guy, Doug, Aaron Rodgers is without Devontae Adams. you got to pay some of these guys. Now, I, I have not always been on board with, hey, if you've paid your quarterback, you have to pay the receiver. Right? I, not always. However, you look at the Niners, Doug. They're going to have Trey Lance as their starting quarterback. It ain't going to be Jimmy G, even though he's still on the roster. So you got the rookie quarterback making peanuts. Of course you pay Debo Samuel. That, that's such an obvious no-brainer. What are they waiting for? Uh, um, Doug, it's but, but, pretty clear. Hold on. Okay, so so there's, there's a couple things, okay? I mean, first, the difference, you know, there's a massive difference between Devontae Adams and these guys, right? Devontae yeah. Adams is elite. Uh, he's right there with Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill is the best receivers in the league. That trio, I believe, is the best. In addition to the fact that he was actually a free agent. His contract had actually expired. Now, they were good. Well, they were going to franchise tag. I, I, I understand, okay? But I, 
people have to have to figure this thing out. Okay, this is a big thing. Okay, that NFL teams are under you're under contract for a year. Now we're not even talking about the possibility of two and even three years of franchise tags, which you can lay on a guy. So there's a difference here. So if you want to say here, well, Devonte Adams got paid. Forget about just the tenure and the the level of success. Just the mere fact of you don't have to renegotiate a long-term deal as they're under contract. We can deal with that later. Now, the reason that teams will sign a guy to a long-term contract is because they want cost certainty from their best players, right? But there's a balance there. You know, do you want to pay do you do you want to pay Debo Samuel? Yeah. Okay, but the fact is that Debo Samuel has shown up out of shape before, has had some injuries. He's a great, not good, great football player. Okay, but health, and A.J. Brown has, there's some health issues there as well. Right? Yeah. Health is a concern. Health, and, health does matter. Health and, is and, wealth. And, and like, look, everybody likes Debo Samuel, but is Debo as good if he's not with the 49ers where they have a coach and a coaching staff that's able to use him? He's not a wide receiver. He's not an elite wide receiver. He's not an elite running back. He's He's elite because he's good at everything and maybe great at nothing other than just being a hell of a football Okay, time out. Wait, Doug, I got to stop you there. So the 49ers had 50 million injuries at running back, right? I think their first, uh, their top four guys on the depth chart all went down with injuries. They went to Debo Samuel and said, hey, I know you're crushing it as a receiver. We could use you in the backfield. Uh, we, we need you there. Debo Samuel said, I'm a good soldier. Yes, sir. Where do you need me? Kyle Shanahan, I will be there. He goes to the backfield and dominates. He did whatever they asked, okay? And now he's looking at going into a season. Remember, you take a, your body takes a beating at running back more than it does at wide receiver. He's looking at a season where, man, what happens if I get hurt? Am I going to get paid? And I will point this out because I mentioned it with Kyler Murray, okay? Baker Mayfield took the Browns to the playoffs two years ago at quarterback. I know that they had other good players around, but Baker Mayfield was the quarterback. They won in Pittsburgh. Mayfield was fine. He wasn't the only reason they won. He wanted to get paid from Cleveland. They said, no, nah, let's wait another year. What happened smart. to Baker, Doug? And he smart. went and, he no, 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 wait, He's wait, wait. He got injured. He messed up his shoulder and he still wanted to get paid. And guess what? On, guess what? No, this is come reality, on, Doug. Baker, this, was, you was, go talk to the receivers. Go talk to the agents of receivers. Baker Mayfield tore up his shoulder, tried to play through the pain, was a dumpster fire, disaster, and now he's out on his keister. He's done. He's done so, in Cleveland. He could have got paid. Could have. They refused you know, to. He couldn't have gotten paid. He could have gotten paid. The quarterback can get paid early. That's what, why what Kyler, you, Murray went to Arizona. Hold, hold Kyler Murray went to Arizona. Kyler Murray went to no, no, wait. Kyler went to Arizona this offseason and wants to get paid. He saw his former college teammate, okay, Baker Mayfield, could have got paid, got okay. to the playoffs, didn't get paid, got hurt, and he's done. Kyler knows I'm a running quarterback. Same thing could happen to me. Debo Samuel knows, hey man, you see what happened to Michael Gallup? Holy cow, he got hurt. Receivers, anybody can get hurt. When you're a star and you've outperformed your contract, and Debo, as you noted, Debo, A.J. Brown, not first-round picks, outperform their contracts, they want to get paid, you pay that man his money. Okay, so let's let's go back here to this false premise of Baker Mayfield could have gotten paid. How could he have gotten paid? He was under contract for uh, last year was his fourth year. This is his fifth year. Then you got potentially year six and seven. They, they, eligible you know, they have, to get have, paid. You're eligible Jason, for your contract Jay, to Jason, get redone. Jason, what do you mean? Wait, wait for it to be redone. The team didn't want to. You can't. You can't. You can't tell somebody who you're under contract for two more years. This is the same thing with the Arizona Cardinals. Like, no, 
The answer is no. Uh. Especially, you're the number one overall pick. The way your contracts work, you get money up front, and then the rest, the, the rest of the big chunk is in your fifth-year option. And the mis- actually, the mistake the Browns made is picking up the fifth-year option. Right? It's not just that they, they were smart to not give them a contract extension. They were actually dumb to pick up the fifth year because now they have this dead weight of a lame duck guy for $19 million that nobody wants to right. take. Because he got hurt. If, if it was simply because he got hurt, then there would be a market for Baker Mayfield. There is no market for Baker Mayfield as a starting quarterback making $19 million because the rest of the league does not believe that Baker Mayfield is a starting caliber, top-level quarterback worth the right now. The ass of him but going again, you're looking at Instagram. it now, Doug. Last year when he was eligible for, to move on from his rookie deal, after three years you were eligible for that extension. They sure. decided no. He said, man, I got us to the playoffs. Why not? Kyler Murray's looking at them and saying – Guys, I just got us to the playoffs. We he had our was most successful awful year in the playoffs. He was awful he in the like playoff game against the Rams. Yes. He was terrible. He did not have and, DeAndre and Hopkins. And his here's best the exact receiver. same thing you say to the Arizona Cardinals. Okay, we have no, we have no, we don't have to pay you. We don't want like that's that's bro, true. And guess what? Listen, he doesn't have to show listen. up for the offseason stuff, and he can stop being all in on Arizona. And oh, by the way, Kyler Murray, if he really he's wants under to contract, what, what he is, he's under contract for two more years and potentially. Okay, five more years. Like you're you're dealing with like the, the whole idea of like I'm just gonna withhold services. Like it's not like you're a free agent. You're well, withhold actually services under, are showing you're actually up in the under offseason. contract. You and and the way those the NF the way uh, like the number one overall pick contract works is you actually get your first three years money in escrow, you get it with all within the first year of when you're playing. So you've actually been paid for this year and you're not gonna show up. Tell me another place in the world that that works. But who cares about another place? This is the NFL. This I know. is where the market okay. speaks, right? Well, okay, Josh, so, but the market okay, hasn't Josh always Allen. spoken that wait way. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, Patrick no, no, Mahomes no, no, no. and Josh saying, Allen, who are way better, obviously, than Kyler Murray. They, okay. They went to because the they knew what they had, so they locked oh. them up long term. So now but you're saying that they're not Goff. as good. Wait, wait. So the let's Rams go back to the receiver. A.J. Brown, is he good enough to get that extension right now? Would you Would you pay him? It depends. On what? Look, you you act. This is this is the issue. You act like all of this is a yes no yes no scenario. It's not. Would I pay AJ Brown? Hell yeah. Would I pay AJ Brown twenty million twenty five million a year? Hell no. No thank you. No, and I don't have to. Okay. If if he would like, if I'm Tennessee and he would like to make a long term deal, okay, which starts at the end of this year, he gets his his his. I think it's his fourth year money. Okay, and then at the end of this year, we we escalate until you know obviously he gets paid up front, but it's in the Cooper Cup range. Like Cooper Cup's making what fourteen, you know he's got extension for fourteen. I'm not paying him top of the market because he's not a top of the market player. But would I would I pay him? Hell yeah, I'd love to have him. Okay, so the, you you can't do the it's the the yes no thing. That sounds great on TV. Okay, and if we want to argue debate talk, do I want Debo Samuel? Hell yeah. Do I want him twenty five million? Hell no. Well, I don't know why Terry, you're picking Terry twenty-five McLaurin. million. That's do, a little I, bit insane. I want, now, I, I don't think anybody's Terry. saying AJ Brown is a twenty-five million dollar guy. Oh, can they, you they, can you on, keep your star there. happy? Again, they were the number one seed, Doug, in the AFC. Number one. Go look at who showed up in the playoff game. Sure as sure as heck was not. Sorry about that. Sure as heck was not Tannehill. Sure as heck was not Derrick Henry, who looked like he was running with a piano on his back. AJ Brown had six catches, I believe, 140 yards. He carried them in that game, and they still lost because uh, for a variety I'm, of reasons. I'm, 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 you got to keep on. your stars you're, you're happy, man. The, Jason, don't do the thing where you think when I say, when I say, I'm I'm not all in on 25 million a year. 
I don't, I'm not saying the guy stinks or that he doesn't have value. He does have a value. Okay, but that value, there has to be a reasonable nature to it. And if you want top of the market, even Devontae Adams, that's what the Packers said. Now, look, I don't know what the Packers' plan is at wide receiver. Okay, but the likely plan is to try and get three or four of these guys. I mean, the thing they have, what's what's fascinating about it is you have media narrative that the Green Bay Packers are not willing to support Aaron Rodgers because they don't draft first-round draft pick wide receivers. Here we're talking about three absolutely talented lead wide receivers. None of them were first-round picks. I think they're they're like third, you know, outside Debo. The other two were were third and third-round picks. Okay, so so the first like the the what the Packers have said is like, look, we love Devonte Adams, but we just don't love him at that number. And so we're going to get that salary off our books. We're going to take all those picks. And then we may, we'll ne- we may never get another Devontae Adams, but we can get two or three that are two A's right. as opposed to him I, being a one. I, I love and your— that's, And that's the risk that you run yeah. here. I, I love your... At some point in time, a team will go like, look, we love you. We want you long term. We're just not going to pay you all that money because, as you said, everybody is an injury away. And teams have to—like, to, the, the league doesn't go like, oh— Oh, your your wide receiver who you love. What about Michael Thomas? How about that deal for the New Orleans Saints? Yeah. They've been able to succeed on some level, despite the fact that two years ago they gave that guy money. He has done absolutely nothing since. Now, that's not Debo Samuel's fault, okay? But Amari Cooper, he signed a huge deal. Did he live up to his, his bill? Of course not. So there's a buyer beware element to it across the league. You And, and look, their best argument their best argument is the team that drafted them because that team knows them and knows how good they are and how hard they work. And the guys that get extended, one, they they negotiate in good faith, and two, they've established a great reputation in their building. So people are like, you know what, this guy is, he's all in, he's all about it, he's healthy, he practices. And that's what happened in, in Arizona, that's what happened in Houston with, uh, with Nuke Hopkins. Okay, it wasn't that. Do you think Bill O'Brien didn't want to keep New Hopkins? Of course he did. He didn't want to practice, and he wanted the, he wanted more money than anybody else. Now, now look, everything else went to hell in the handbasket in terms of Bill O'Brien. But w- what happened when he got to Arizona? New Hopkins is still super talented, but he wasn't healthy for the playoffs this year, yeah. and he doesn't practice, and it frustrates people. If you so, look back at the 2019 draft, Doug, that you keep talking about, and he wasn't a first round pick, this first round narrative actually hurts your argument. Look at the 2019 draft. Two receivers went in the first round, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, okay, and Nikhil Harry, okay? Second round, Debo Samuel and A.J. Brown. We know that the second round picks have, uh, both those guys have outshone by a mile the first round picks. So this whole argument, well, he wasn't a first round pick. Well, it actually works in their favor against the team because you're outperforming your contract. I'm looking at what Debo Samuel slated to make here this year. Uh, this uh, this almost seems n- no no possible way this is right. Three point nine million dollars. Debo Samuel should absolutely not show up in the offseason to any of this mandatory training. I'm not showing up. Give me a new deal. I'm not playing for $3 million when you're going to put me at running back. You're going to drive me into the ground and then kick me to the curb when I'm all we had on offense last year. It was Kittle hurt. Debo Samuel, show up. We need you everywhere. Like, Debo Samuel has every right, Doug, to hold out for his money right now. You know what? Hey, Debo, we want to thank you for your service, being a great soldier. We're going to tear up your rookie deal and write you a new one. There is no problem with doing that, Doug. I'm not saying you got to pay him 25 mil. He has not been Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams, guys who are much older. But I think Debo Samuel certainly needs to be paid like a top 10 receiver at this point. And would you argue that he or A.J. Brown should not be paid like a top 10 receiver? 
I, I never said they shouldn't be paid. It's just a matter of how much they want to get paid. And, and this whole idea of I'm Debo Samuel, I'm going to hold out, okay? The difference in Debo Samuel at this point in time in his career holding out and uh, Devontae Adams or one of these other guys that have played, Debo Samuel to this point in his career has made about $3 million, okay? So the Niners, have, Niners don't have to do anything. He's under contract. Okay. We don't have to remember like, what is your leveraging power? No. I'm not going to show up. You're, okay. you're right. But you're Neither also, side if has you to don't do show anything. up, hold on. If you don't show up, you don't get paid. Okay. You don't show up. You don't get so paid. So trade me. Why? Trade me. Why do I have to? I don't want to be there. Contract. You don't want, you don't want to pay me. I don't want to be there. I didn't say it. Hold on. No one said they didn't want to pay him. It's, there's a balance between, I want to pay you. Yeah. But I don't want to pay so you. So find a middle ground. Dollars. So uh, find a middle ground. That's what you. That's uh, what the GM's uh, uh, job is un, to do. Under, understood. But Debo Samuel is not positioning himself. If you go back to you know last week, it was there was uh, who was it? One of his buddies, you know, posted out. Yeah, Debo, don't you know? Don't even show up unless the the, the number starts above twenty five million. Uh, like, that's ex- no. I, I think that's nonsense. I don't think even Debo. But Samuel that's how it works, it. Jason. Is they see all guys see other money and they say it's just like the housing market. Well, that's a comp there. But like, yeah, dude, your house is completely different. Okay, that house, somebody put, uh, you know, $500,000 of rehab into that house. Your house is all original. It, your house is a corner lot. That's at the end of a cul-de-sac. Mm. People don't care. I'm telling you, in the, in the world of the NFL, and you know this. Okay, so yeah, well, I got some numbers for you. Okay, 25 is insane. Three guys make over 25. Hopkins, Adams, and Tyreek. I think uh, DJ Moore is making about $20 million a year. DJ Moore of Carolina. Who would you rather have, is DJ that a, Moore? Is that a, but hold on, is that a good deal for the Carolina Panthers? Yes, because they have a quarterback they don't have to pay in Sam Darnold. You can overpay receivers when you don't have the quarterback like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, who's making $40 million a year. You saw what happened in Dallas, right? Is, they got to pay is, Dak is, Prescott is, is 40 mil. Moore, is DJ Moore worth $20 million? I, I think he, he's worth what the market says. Keenan Allen, $20 million. Uh, Chris Godwin, $20 million. Mike Allen, 20 I think if I'm Debo, I need $20 million. If I'm A.J. Brown, I think that is where the negotiations start. They're younger. And, 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 I, and I would tell you, I think both have probably, I'm sure there are offers out there, but I'm guessing they're in the teens, in the Cooper Cup range, right? In the 14s and 15s, and they want in the 25. And the player says, I'm not showing up. Yeah. And they'll say, all right. Yeah, Christian let, Kirk let, let screwed the market. Christian Kirk got a million, I mean, billion dollars from the Jags, 18 per year for four years. He is at, he's never had a 1,000 yard season. Christian Kirk, a fast player, but that's it. He got well, 18 no, million a year. You, you, so there's that's abs, when, that's the You always floor. overpay for a guy who's not on your team, right? That's the whole thing. You, <laughs> well, if you you're Jacksonville, you overpay for everybody. Team. That, that, that's what happened. Well, Jason McIntyre, I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, I, I want to dive into the Kyrie stuff. Like, are we, what do we think of Kyrie more than just giving it back to the fans, trying to meet their energy with his energy? That's next on the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. 
And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Doug Gottlieb, Jason McIntyre in for Dan the, uh, Dan Etz here on the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, J-Mac, so we have, well, we're like a day away still from... Uh, New York, Boston, part two. It is the Nets. Only thing we better is if this was the Knicks. I mean, this would be like an all-timer first-round series, right? Um, and what what was a uh, a game-winning layup by Jason Tatum, ironically over Kyrie Irving, uh, kind of spiraled off into Kyrie giving it back to the fans with a, a double bird, a bird after making a three, just at, you know, going at a dude while he's walking the locker. We walk in the locker room. Guys coming out. Can at we him. play that clip, by the way, Doug, or no? Which, which one? The the locker room? The, either, both, all. I, I think by now, if you're a sports fan, you you've seen what we're talking oh, about. Here. Gosh, we could, yeah. we could it's a little inappropriate you. too. Um, okay, so what? What? Like, like, look. Uh, here's uh, here's his explanation, and I actually thought, you know, the the long form. I don't know who the reporter is, but again, this is where. This is what I'm telling you, like, Kyrie is so intentionally combative. Just listen to the back and forth here. 
you know, it's nothing new when I come into this building, what it's going to be like, but it's the same energy they have for me. And I'm going to have the same energy for them. And it's not every fan. I don't want to attack every fan, every Boston fan. But, um, you know, when people start yelling <laughs> with all this stuff, it's but so much you can take uh, as a competitor. And, um, you know, we're the ones expected to be docile and be humble and take a humble approach. Nah, that's the playoffs. This is what it is. You know, I, I've, I know what to expect in here. And it's the same energy I'm giving back to them. Um. Look, I and I, I get it. Like, no, you don't. There's just certain things you you don't say to a human being, right? And I don't understand some of like some of it's like you just you sound like I just can't imagine sitting next to a dude who's yelling that at a at, at a guy who I just paid to see play and I used to cheer for. But this is this is like basically what Kyrie's doing. You want to call it either punching down or he's like retweeting an egg. That's what he's doing. He's retweeting an egg and commenting on it. He's giving a voice to the, he's giving credence to their trash talk. And yeah, like if it works and you win and you can, I guess you can claim that, but I don't mind. No, I think anybody minds meeting their energy with your energy, but like, do you need to do that? Like, what is, what is, what is the point of that? You know, what is the, the, the only thing you're going to do is trigger them to be even worse. And again, it is a fairly small percentage, but that percentage will grow. And I mean, it's like Kyrie takes, there's no accountability towards stepping on the leprechaun, towards the way he acted, you know, on his way out of town, the things he said since. Like, this is an intentionally di- divisive dude who is stoking the fire. And I, I know you dig it, but I do. There is a level where, like, you're creating a flammable situation that doesn't have to be to this level. Um, I do love it only because, you know, we demand candor from our athletes, Doug. We want them to be brutally honest. I hate, I don't know about you, I, I mostly avoid, like, when coaches come off the court for, like, the halftime and, and in the NFL or in between quarters, I never watch those. The coaches never say anything. There's no honesty. It's just usually the same old boring sound bites. I rarely watch post-game press conferences because athletes are there to say the right thing and not stir the pot. Kyrie Irving is just throwing all that into the wind and say, I don't care. I'm saying whatever I want. And the one interesting thing for me here, Doug, why I really love it. So Kyrie Irving is not some young pup. He's now 30 years old. Okay. He's been around the block. He knows you absolutely cannot Look at a fan in the middle of the third quarter and give him a middle finger. He knows when the camera is on you, you're about to inbound the ball, you're going to put up all these antics and then double middle finger somebody behind you. You you can't do that as a pro athlete in the NBA, in any sport, in 2022. He knows what he's doing. This is calculated, Doug. This is what Pat Riley called the disease of me. He is so self-obsessed with being the story and it being all about him. Right. His his rival, so to speak, LeBron, remember, they don't like each other anymore as much. I know LeBron's saying nice things about him on social, but obviously that ending was ugly. The whole bubble thing like Kyrie Irving really needs to wants to distance himself from LeBron, because the only thing Kyrie's ever done in the playoffs, Doug, is hit the game winning shot in game seven when he had LeBron. He's never done anything in the playoffs outside of that. That is a factual statement. He's won two playoff series without LeBron when they came back from three games to one down. Yeah. He was just as much a reason that they won. He was good. Time. He had 40 points a couple times. He had some threes. 
He Wait, hit the game-winning shot. The only thing he's done is hit one shot. Yeah, who and was the MVP said, of the finals, Doug, that and, year? Thank you very much. It was LeBron. Kyrie Irving has always been in LeBron's shadow. He's trying to break out. He's getting all the eyeballs on him for this moment. And my only concern, Doug, is he's so obsessed with making it all about himself, yelling at people in the tunnel, you know, bleep my bleep. This guy is setting himself up for a massive failure if they lose this series to Boston. I, I just want to remind people, Kyrie Irving has never done jack squat in the playoffs without LeBron James. Nothing in his career. Well, he's been hurt uh, several several times in the playoffs, including this first time in the NBA Finals when he broke his kneecap, right? And then he had to have the surgery uh, before the Boston Celtics the first year when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals for him. Uh, he didn't want to go to the bubble. I thought that year they could have, but Durant wasn't back healthy either. Um, and then, of course, he got hurt again last year. His oh, problem is yeah. he's got the Chris Paul thing. He gets he's gotten hurt in some of the best moments. I, I, like I, I'll I I got to push back on a couple of things. We'll get to that upcoming next in the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. It's Freddie Prince Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.